Hey y'all, I hope you guys are taking good care of yourselves. And today on Now That's Life, we're going to discuss our stress, anxiety, and fears that are surrounding the coronavirus or what we've heard called COVID-19, the pandemic that's sweeping the globe and how we can start to handle it and all the uncertainties and unknowns surrounding it. The goal of today is to be very realistic, not unrealistic about how we might feel, but also how we can find ways to function and reduce the effect of what it is that's going on in our world. I'm your host, Dr. Nina Ellis-Hervey. I'm a licensed clinical and school psychologist in the states of Texas and Louisiana. I'm a licensed specialist in school psychology, a nationally certified school psychologist, an associate and tenured professor, and a certified professional life coach. And this is the Now That's Life podcast. Now, while I want this podcast to be a helpful and also a great resource to you, it's definitely not meant to be a substitution for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. I want to continue to say that I'm super grateful for you guys' kindness and your patience and your diligence, your following, your support, everything you guys give me over on my other platforms, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You guys talk to me daily. You give me video ideas. You give me podcast ideas. Not only that, you send me words of encouragement. It means the world to me. And I want you guys to continue on. Join the newsletter at my free eight-day supernatural video program. I've linked it down in the show notes and you guys just continue continue to join me and let me know what you want to hear from me what would be most beneficial to help enrich your daily lives and what I can do to be the best me so that you can continue to have examples for being the best you Now, y'all, I'm going to have to take a deep breath on this one. This past few weeks have been pretty rough, to say the least, and I think for more reasons than one. The stress and anxiety surrounding the current issues of COVID-19 is real, and it seems even worse for those of us that already have depression and anxiety or just symptoms of those disorders alone. Now, we're not alone. And there are ways for us to effectively cope. And I hope to talk more about those things today, the things we can do to reduce those things within us. Here, I could say it was all good a few weeks ago, but, you know, maybe the unknown made us feel like things were good. It's so interesting when we become aware of the severity of issues. I tell you guys, when I found out about the coronavirus, it was around the beginning of the year. And I had heard about how it was sweeping other countries and the things that were happening. Of course, you know, there's the reality of it coming to where you live and where you are. But of course, you hope that that won't happen. And you believe that maybe, just maybe it won't. But a big part of me knew that most likely it probably would. And, you know, a lot of times in those situations, we're still not prepared, even if you know. You're still not prepared. And I think that this was a big example of how things can just happen quickly. And it seems that we've lost control and some of us have lost hope. So I will not dismiss your concerns or come at you from the only, you know, that nice little bright side that we love to talk about. But The best way for us to avoid any catastrophizing of our situations and slipping into self-pity, self-defeat, hurt, and any extra pain 
We have to realize that we need to keep hope in these situations and find a lot of joy in the little things. Today, I want to discuss the five things that you can start to do now to start to reduce your anxiety levels and give yourself even the slightest sense of normality. I'm going to guide you through this chat with helpguide.com, which has an article that discusses many of the things that we can do to reduce our anxiety surrounding specifically the sensationalism around the coronavirus, you know, the highlighting of all the unknowns and the things that help our anxiety shoot through the roof. Not only that, causing us to be constantly stressed out, possibly causing some symptoms of depression and many other things. So I really want us to focus on those things and get a hold and maybe a grip on some of the things we do have a choice and a say in. The first thing that I recommend and that's also recommended by helpguide.com is we can check the news but not every five minutes y'all like we can't obsess or overly obsess on this whole situation if you allow it to consume your whole life it will consume your whole life now again I'm not going to count out those of us that have been highly affected whether it or not we are the ones with COVID or if those around us that we love or have COVID or if those in our community or if it's affected our job it's affected our livelihoods it's affected our families in one way or the other I cannot say that it would not consume me at least for a while but even in those situations we cannot continue on that hamster wheel of only thinking about this virus it will continue to beat us down so you want to make sure that even if you're checking news sources and thinking about it you want to get with trustworthy sources like I've linked the CDC and their information down below which gives you factual information about the numbers surrounding the coronavirus and also just general updates and things that are within your hands in order to help reduce the spread of this virus also put a limit on how often you check your sources now I'm not gonna lie <laughs> when I first started hearing about this in the beginning of the year around the globe and where it was and in different places I was kind of obsessed but even then I had to stop myself from being only consumed by what was happening in the news you know we know that there's misrepresentation we know that there are news reports that are false we know that people try to get us to be fearful so that they can control our spending habits control the way we think control the way we move and we have to be very careful about that and put limits on how much of that we take in now if you start getting extra afraid you want to step away from it altogether. you might want to turn off your notifications I know CNN is one of my notifications on my computer I had to totally kind of cut down on a lot of the references that come through on my phone or on my computer because I didn't want to continue to get those updates too often especially like in the middle of the night when I'm trying to sleep all of those different things and also have a trusted news buddy share updates with you instead if you don't want to be the direct person looking at all of this if you know your anxiety levels are high don't cause yourself extra distress by being the only person sitting there checking on it all the time calm it down get a hold on yourself and really realize that this is only part of your life right, right now and realize you're not alone. It's a part of all of our lives right now. Also spread facts and not fear. 
I've heard Dr. Fauci talk about this, the head doctor heading this medical force on this and, and helping the Trump administration with this. However, I like Dr. Fauci a lot and I like the fact that he says to spread facts and not fear. One of the biggest things we tend to do when we have anxiety is we focus on our fears. We focus on what we can't control and we exacerbate it. We cause our our blood pressure to go up. We cause our heart rates to go up. We cause different issues within our own bodies. And we have to be careful of that and be clear on that and make sure that we're not the reason why information or misinformation is getting out there. We want to make sure that we're only talking about the facts, going to those factual websites, the government websites, the CDC all of that checking in on things that we do know is factual focusing on those things and not so much the sensationalizing stories all of the stressful stories and the things that we only choose to consume that are dramatic the next thing is to find out and stick to what you have the power to control now we can't control everything and we may want to the more we hear all of this craziness i'm not gonna lie y'all <laughs> um, I was trying to control everything think about everything what do I need to order what do I need to get what can I do um, a lot of the plans and the trips that I had coming up were all canceled or postponed I was scheduled to do some pretty important things including speaking in Montreal Canada for the Association for State and Provincial Psychology Boards I feel like I'm a little black girl making history and that was changed there was just a lot of things that were changed but I realized I had no control like this is not my battle to fight right now all I can do is handle what I can and that's the biggest part of it and so if we try to get control over anything we need to focus on many of the things that have been given to us to abide by so there are lots of things we can't control, like people abiding by orders. I'm telling y'all, I'm annoyed by all these people still out on beaches, still going to clubs, still going to bars, still expo exposing so many people to the virus and not being cognizant of the role that they're playing in this. But I can't control them. All I can do is continue to do the right thing or do what's necessary in order to reduce the spread of this disease or disorder. Well, virus, Lord Jesus. Um, but also... I can't control the massive outbreaks. I can't control the businesses shutting down and more things and, and people being laid off and all of that. I mean, I wish it was within my power to help all those people. But of course, I don't have that power just yet. But let's focus on what we can do. Something we can do very small is to wash our hands frequently for at least 20 seconds. And if we do use hand sanitizer during the day, it needs to have at least 60% alcohol in its makeup. That's important. That's something I can control. Also, avoid touching our faces, our eyes, nose, and mouth because this is the way that the disease or the virus, I should say, is spread. Also, stay home as much as possible whether you're sick or not. I've had to learn to keep my little busybody behind in the house. Now, I am, for the most part, a homebody when I'm not moving around, but I travel a lot. So when I'm not traveling, I do pride myself in staying in my home or, you know, minimizing the amount of times I step out. But I'll tell you now, I'm really focused on staying in the house. Also, avoid crowds and gatherings of 10 or more people. This is hard because this changed my church schedule. That's a place that I go to that has sometimes hundreds of people around. Can't do that right now. The next thing is avoiding non-essential travel and shopping. 
how do we classify non-essential? If you don't have to do it in order to live, you should be staying at home. Okay. Also, keep at least six feet between you and others. That's a hard one. I like greeting people. I don't necessarily like touching everybody, but I do like greeting people. And I like to have some sense of closeness every now and again. But get much sleep because your immune system is depending on it. We need rest in this time. We need to make sure that our bodies are getting the amount of rest and, and, and I mean, reviving, I guess, that we need during this time. Also, follow health recommendations from health authorities. Like I said, like the CDC. I try to get that fact. I try to get the information that's actually there, that's solid, that can feed me and give me the information I need rather than just the he say, she say. Also in that we have to plan for what we can. There's not going to be a perfect situation with your home, your job, or anything else, but you can make plans that are realistic and write down any concrete ideas you have for various scenarios. So the first thing I like to start off doing or suggest people do is to write down specific worries and fears right now that overwhelm you, and more specifically right now with the coronavirus and COVID-19. Make a list of possible solutions for the things that are surrounding your fears. Also focus on concrete things you can solve or change. But don't let that overwhelm you. Don't stick to that place for too long. If you need to walk away from writing these things down, do that for a little while before you come back to it. And after evaluating all the things you've drawn up, come up with a plan of action. Now try focusing on the here and the now and what is a great way for you to understand that you don't have control over everything you never will. I think if ever there's been an exercise that when I've written down my fears around things, this has really shown me how little control we have over what life deals us. But we do have control over our actions and sometimes the way that we move in these situations, which can predict our success beyond this. The next thing is pretty hard, but stay connected even when there is no physical touch. Right now, y'all, we've have been ordered to stay away from people, at least six feet away, especially from people that are not in your immediate household. And that can be really hard. That can keep you away from your extended family members, from your best friends, from your normal happy hour group, your church group, all of that. And we as humans are just social beings and loneliness in itself can cause a heightening in our anxiety levels and even depression and the feeling of all out isolation. But we still need to stay in contact in these times, which can seem hard or unreasonable, but we need to make the effort. So... Try to stay in touch with family and friends, like schedule calls and check-ins or even do text groups or have a voice group on WhatsApp. I love WhatsApp because it gives you the chance to kind of talk, send messages to people, get voice messages from people, and it makes you feel closer. Also have video chats. It's good for the mental health. If you have these video chats, sometimes it makes you feel close to the people. I've heard it been I've heard it be referred to as a vitamin for your mental health. It's like a booster, right? It makes you feel like you're getting people, though you can't touch them. You can see them. You can kind of experience them in another way. Also connect with good people on social media and I highlight good people not the people that's just trying to get you to be fearful get you to spend your coin get you to do all these things that you wouldn't normally do if you weren't fearful get with the people who are really being realistic who are following the real news who are spreading facts and not fear who are there for it 
and understand the reality of it, but are not so focused on it that it has caused them to be debilitated in their everyday lives. Also, be careful of the time and stories you consume on social media. I like to consume a lot more of the comedic relief these days. So the facts and the comedic relief. I cannot continue to look at the sadness, the overly done stories, the fake news, all of that. I have to turn it off. I cannot continue to focus on that. And I suggest the same for those that I work with. Don't let the virus be the only conversation that you have with people either. That tends to be a big thing for us. I don't see people often these days. And thank God I have people that are in my immediate place that I do spend time with. However, what I do realize is I try not to make every conversation hang on that. And I suggest that in any traumatic experience or situation, yes, it's going to be a big focus, but you don't want to make it the only thing of focus in your life. It can start to consume you, start to change your behaviors, change the way you move, and it also can leave a forever imprint in your mind remember I try to remember the fact that so many people have come through things like these I am not the first there's nothing new under the sun and I can be successful if I align myself correctly with the right people the right timing and also control the things I do have some say over I hope you guys are enjoying this whole episode and you're keeping your head on straight and really trying to think of ways to control what you can in your immediate environment. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back and finish up with our next ways for us to reduce the anxiety surrounding COVID-19. We are back, y'all, and I'm ready to dive into these last two things that we can do and really express some of the things that can give us hope as well. So you want to make sure that you are taking care of your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Y'all know I'm always preaching about this over on YouTube, and I hate to say preaching, but I am. I try to not only preach about it, but show you examples, real life receipts of ways to take care of yourself. And it can seem a little cheesy sometimes, but it gives you hope. When we focus on what we're eating, if we're eating more healthy, if we're also getting plenty of sleep and meditating, there's so much that we can consider. And there's other things to consider as well. We have to go out of our way now to be more sound, right? Because we, many of us are on lockdown or we're in our homes, we're sheltering in place. And that's the time that some people might be losing hope. But we hope that we can instill in one another to take care of ourselves and do the things we didn't have time to do before. Read that book, meditate a little bit more, be more mindful, all of those things. And one of the first things is to be kind and patient with yourself. You want to keep your schedule and your routine as much as possible as well. Now, I say that because at first, you're not going to feel like doing things the way you once did. Let's say you're being furloughed from work. Let's say you still have your job, but now you're working at home and you're used to being able to get out and doing what you want to do. Be kind to yourself. Take the first few days to kind of mourn that loss a little bit and, and chill out. But then you need to get back into the mood. And if you have a schedule, try to keep it as close as possible to what you would normally do. If you get up at seven o'clock in the morning when you have to leave the house, do the same thing now. 
Maybe give yourself a little grace period, but try to keep your schedule exactly the same. If you go to church on Sundays, make sure that you're tuning into something that is related to your spiritual health at the same time you will go to church. Even if your church has online broadcasts, try to keep up with those and try to do the things necessary to make you feel as normal as possible. One thing I tell clients often is that one way for us to get out of depression is to do things we once did the way we once did them. Okay, if you remember a time where you've been happy, stick with that happy schedule, stick with that happy routine. That's the way for you to get back on the ball. That's the way for your body, your mind and your spirit to align. And it helps you feel like you have more hope and more control. Also, take time out for what you enjoy. If you like certain things, do them. If you haven't been able to do them in a long time because you're always away from your home, do them. If people in your house or, you know, something you need to mend a relationship or anything, try doing that. Reach out to that friend you haven't talked to in a while. Get better in your spiritual health. Pray more. Stick with your friends a little bit more by talking to them often or maybe writing letters to yourself. Whatever you need to do to feel more connected is important at this time. Also find ways to work out and exercise. This is important, right? Because when we're sitting at home, sometimes that makes us want to eat more, not take care of ourselves as much and not take as much responsibility for ourselves because we're not being shown to the world. I tell people often do things that make you feel and look better. When you look better, you feel better. In this day and age, we have access to YouTube, which has thousands of free workouts. Y'all even have my YouTube channel, which has a lot of at-home workouts, things like that, that you can do. Also, there's things like Daily Burn. There's the online version of the Beachbody programs. There's so much out there for low cost that we can do in order for us to get back in the game with our fitness. That could be everything from doing some yoga moves or doing some at-home high-intensity training, doing some weightlifting with some non-conventional items in the house, work out with your kids, work out with your, your partner, whatever you can do to help you feel better which lifts your endorphins getting that sweat out getting that stress out it's going to help you feel better overall guys and I cannot stress that enough just as it does in your everyday life and also don't be out here self-medicating you want to make sure that you're not just sitting around drinking doing drugs doing other things to pass the time because remember the point of all of this is to eventually leave the house we're doing this now so that we can stop the spread of the virus you're not going to stay in your house forever so you don't want to engage in behaviors that are going to make it harder for you when it comes time to leave the house right we're preparing ourselves for when we emerge and we want to emerge as a beautiful butterfly when we leave this house okay so you want to take up some relaxation things like yoga reading the bible some meditation some deep breathing and practice all of these things daily put yourself on a new routine but also keep your old routine infused you might find some things that when we come out of this 
you want to stick to as well. And last but certainly not least, we want to help other people to boost our spirits. Now, this is not using other people to boost your spirits. What I'm saying is, it's easy for us to think only about ourselves, especially in hard times, but sometimes shifting that focus can help you feel valuable and needed. When you look at the things that other people need, what they're going through, their situation, which I can guarantee you there's people who have it better, but there's also people who have it worse. And when you shift your focus, sometimes you can get yourself out of your own rut and out of your own head. And by helping others, you can start to figure out your own situation as well. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you matter in this world. And at a time where all of us are experiencing many of the same things, sometimes hearing the stories of others, helping them to figure out their way can help you be just even better in this life. So stick to doing things that prevent this virus from spreading right so like I said washing your hands taking good care of your self-care keeping your area clean the things you can control is very mindful of others also reach out to others who are in need if you have family members and other people who are in need who just need a helping ear like I say a helping ear but someone that they you know, trust that they can talk to, that they can tell their fears to. And even though you guys are apart, making sure that you offer that to them, maybe sending something through Amazon to them, you know, whatever you can do to help them in their situation will help you feel more valuable. Also donating to food banks if you have some extra things around the house. Also be a kind ear and a calming influence. A lot of times we got a lot of people to hype us up about this virus and how serious it is and how crazy it is out there. But what we have not done is taking care to make sure that we're reducing that fear and being a calming force for others. So being an ear and just being there and being quiet it sometimes can help calm the emotions of others. And those of you all that are parents, I know you guys are having to do that daily. And for you, I commend you. I really do. Also, be kind to other people and speak up on the behalf of others when stereotypes and hate speech hate speech is used and we see that a lot right now right we see our own president using these tactics and I'm not going to go on and on about what that person needs to be doing better because we all know it right but we even see that this virus is being named after a subset or a group or race of people and an ethnic group and it's really sad to see that we're perpetuating a lot of stereotypes we're perpetuating a lot of hate speech and we're not being understanding of the fact that all of us are going through this regardless of how it happened it is <laughs> and and I think we can fight all day about who did it and why and where it came from but really we don't know we don't know him right now. We know we're dealing with it and we're trying to stop the spread of it and we're trying to work together on this thing. And so the more and more we divide, the less and less we have the chance to come together and make this thing work out better for us because we already have a climb in deaths around the world. We already have an increase in this virus. The only way we can get rid of that is to work together. Now y'all, I didn't want to get all sappy in this episode, but I did want us to think carefully about what we do have a hold on and what we don't. A lot of times anxiety is caused by the unknowns of what we do and we don't think we can handle and what we're foreseeing happening and the what ifs and all of the things surrounding all of our fears. 
But if we start to take a hold of what we can control right now, we probably will find that we emerge as leaders in various different ways that we did not expect. So that's all from me today. <laughs> and I want you guys to stay tuned and make sure that you subscribe to know when I post the next episode. Make sure that you sign up for my free e-newsletter at DrNinaEllisHervey.com. You'll be so glad you did. And you're going to receive my free eight-day supernatural video course, which teaches you the ways that I've learned to live my life, not only me, but that I've taught to others, my clients, my students, but also research-based ways that can work into your everyday life in order to help you live it at its best. Now, you can also find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Beautiful Brown Baby Doll or Dr. Nina Ellis Hervey. I hope to hear from you guys. DM me, write me, comment, post. I might be able to respond to some, not able to respond to all. However, I do read just about everything and I'm grateful for you guys. So make sure you keep yourself well. Make sure you're washing your hands. You're using that hand sanitizer when necessary, but also moisturizing because I I know them hands might be getting ashy as bricks, but we gonna be all right out here, y'all. I love you much. Take care of yourselves and make sure that you're taking care of your families. Dr. Nina signing out, y'all. Peace.